Good evening to our Bloomberg audience. Welcome back to 880 The Biz. As you know, it is Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m., where we are getting real, staying relevant, and increasing revenue. Real time with the CJ Radio Show starts right now. Get set, go! It's the CJ Radio Show. Good evening. Welcome back. I know you guys have been listening to Daybreak Asia, but time to get back to the CJ Radio Show. As we said, we're always staying relevant. We're staying on top of everything you need to know about the industries you're involved with. And what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about international trade, the coronavirus. However, we're bringing in a little local tonight. Now, everyone knows that Florida is a huge tourist destination. I mean, obviously, you're always talking about Orlando since you're eight years old. You're always talking about Miami South Beach since you're 17 years old. However, we have two guests tonight that are going to really teach us about how Broward County, Broward County, Fort Lauderdale, what they've been doing regarding international trade. And we're going to talk about the ports the airports, the seaport, Port Everglades, most importantly, government contracts, investments, and of course, global trade missions. Now, I could mention a couple of countries. However, we have two amazing guests and we're gonna let them tell us exactly what's going on. First and foremost, we have Mayor Dale V.C. Holness, the mayor of Broward County who is also named Legacy Magazine's Public Official of the Year. He is also the visionary behind an event, a conference here in South Florida, obviously Broward County, what's called the Florida International Trade and Cultural Expo. For short, you call it FITSI. Again, FITSI. Now, this here, this event has been going on, I, I believe, three or four years at this five, point. Five years. Five years, and right there, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you tuned in right there. We have, and thank you to Mayor Holness, Pola Isaac Breyer. Now, Pola is an economic development specialist. Her office here in Broward County is the Office of Economic and Small Business Development. However, her specialty, and why they call her a specialist, is international trade, and that lined up perfectly with 880 The Biz. Paula, please say hello to our audience. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for having us on the show today. No, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure, our pleasure. <clears throat> this is Corey Morgan, the co-host. How are you guys tonight? Uh, Mayor Holdness, are you with us? 
Yes, I am. And buenas tardes and bonsoir. It's, it's great to be on with you this evening. Thank you so much. All right, my friend. Well, thank you for um, coming on. Um, so let's just start the show to get a little personal here. Uh, one thing I want to know is how do you go from migrating from Jamaica at 17 years old, working as a general manager at McDonald's, buying your first house at 22, starting your own real estate company with over 80 agents and a mortgage division at its peak, and now being uh, the mayor of Broward County. That's quite the trip. Please tell us more. It is about community involvement. So in 1998, I served on the political action committee for the real estate group, this Greater Fort Lauderdale Realtors Association. And because of my community involvement, I, I got on that the committee. I interviewed all the candidates for the city of Lauder Hill, and we were having some serious issues in terms of uh, crime and blight. And I thought, when I interviewed them, I thought that they didn't have the solution, any solution really. One said that it wasn't unusual for drug dealings to happen across the street from City Hall and the police station. So I decided I would try to do something. And from there, I went on to be elected after two tries, and then elected to the county commission, and now they made me mayor uh, since last November 19th. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Now, your mission statement um, as the mayor is make Broward County a better place for all who live here by empowering our community, strengthening our households and businesses, creating policies that afford access to opportunities, and by unifying everyone across racial, ethnic, and socioeconomic backgrounds. So the first question on that is, what are you doing to empower the community? So basically, a big piece of what we're going to talk about this evening is uh, the international trade piece. Uh, trade is in, important for us to, to do business, to grow our economy. And, and, and the United States of America has led the way. It is because of entrepreneurship and trade why we are where we are in terms of the richness of our economy. At the early days of the starting of the nation, it was primarily with Europe. But today, we trade with every country around the world. And the second so part, educating our public to to understand the opportunities that ex there, exist there, and prov providing funding to give them access is is important. What are you doing to strengthen households and businesses in uh, Broward County? So, so a big part of what we do is we have a small business and economic development department that provides training, information, and access to opportunities. One of the big things that I've pushed for is for small businesses, minority women-owned business, to get access and get training. There was an article done in the Sun Sentinel, which is our local paper, uh, several years ago that said if we were to empower women and minorities in the entrepreneurial area and to grow businesses, we could increase the economy of the country by now, $2 trillion. You know, Mayor Holness, we are lucky enough today to have a young woman who is exactly doing that. Paula, explain to us how you're working with Mayor Holness and your division to bring economic development internationally, small business. What happens? What is your week like? Yes, definitely. And also you mentioned helping really small business, entrepreneur, minority business. So our office has different elements. One side is imagine anywhere you are in the U.S. and you want to sell your products and services to the county. Now we sell, we buy millions of dollars in products and services. And we have a small business division that certify the small business and also through the federal program, the minority businesses to take advantage of these contracts and these projects. As we mentioned before, the county owns the port and the airport, so there's so many projects out there. So that's one of the things that our office does, and we help 
businesses here, local businesses, get access to these government contracts. But what we've seen, and and one reason we have Mayor Holness on the air tonight, um, obviously small business in the community is amazing, but Broward County, more than anything we've, we've read about, um, you know, obviously there's New York, Chicago, LA, but Broward County is really, and Mayor Holness can chime in on this in a moment, but Broward County is really focused on international, the import-export, bringing it in, getting it out there. Um, and I can add to that so, because, so, so, so yeah, go ahead. If we can, if we can add to, to that, let's, let's understand that we have a port, Port Everglades, uh, that is the highest revenue port in the state of Florida. Uh, we handle cargo like no other port does in terms of efficiency. Uh, we ha- handle our oil, we are the third busiest cruise port in the world, and we're about to invest $3.2 billion in expanding that port, adding new berths, deepening it, widening the port, and creating more opportunity for the larger, what we call post-Panamax vessels to come in that need a lot more water displacement, down to 50 feet from 42 feet. Mayor, uh, can, I, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. When it comes to the ports, um, would you say Broward County is more cargo compared to Port of Miami being more cruise ships, passengers? Yes, uh, in, indeed. Uh, my, Miami has a larger, they're number one cruise port in the world. We're number three. But okay. in terms of container cargo, we, we, we lead the way with container cargo. You lead that but way. I also know this, that every bit of fuel that... Uh, uh, fuels the airport in Miami, the airport in Fort Lauderdale, the airport in Palm Beach. That jet fuel is piped through Fort Lauderdale, uh, Port Everglades, into uh, Broward County, Port Everglades, into those airports. And also we supply the uh, gasoline for our five counties. If we, if our port shuts down, five of the counties in South Florida would be shut down. What so counties What days. counties are those, the five counties? That's Monroe, Miami, uh, Broward, Palm Beach, and Port St. Lucie. So you mentioned, um, you know, with the $2.6 billion expansion of the Fort Lauderdale International Airport and the uh, $3.2 billion um, Port Everglades Seaport expansion, what is the expected outcome and how do the taxpayers reap the benefits of that? Oh, that's, that's a tremendous point you're making. So the airport is going to be $3.2 billion. I understand the benefit to the taxpayers right now. 13,000 jobs are direct jobs out of the port. We have about 15,000 at the airport. Jobs that involve trade are pay 16% higher than jobs that are normal jobs in Florida. So there's gonna be a tremendous benefit in terms of economic growth, job creation for, for the people of Broward County. At the airport, uh, we had 36.8 million passengers come through last year. We are the, fastest growing large size airport in the country. Uh, we are the 10th busiest international airport in the country. People are not aware of that, but we are. So, so there's a tremendous amount of jobs and, and economic opportunity. And then what it does also further for trade, it means that we're more connected to the world. We have airlines that fly directly to, to Asia, to, to, to Europe, to Latin America and the Caribbean especially. We are the gateway to Latin America and the Caribbean, South Florida is. 
So besides the, that's great, uh, but uh, besides the, the expansion of the International Airport and the expansion of the Port Everglades, um, what, is your, what else does your um, strategic plan uh, entail um, for Broward County uh, to make it the International Trade Center of the world? So there's, there's another major thing that we're doing. We are expanding our, con- our convention center by 500,000 square feet. We're building a 800-room, four-star convention center hotel attached to that. We'll create intermodal transport to our port, to our airport. So when cargo comes in, we are able to connect it to the rest of the country within four days, almost any place in the United States. And within about uh, three days to about three quarters of the country. Pretty impressive, really. Three, four days. the, The good... The good people of Broward County passed last year a additional penny tax for us to be able to improve our transportation system and roadways. And, you know, you can't live in a place where you can't get around. So that's an important piece. That will generate over $16 billion over the next 30 years as we continue to improve transportation and transit. We plan to do some light rail as we go along, but we're enhancing uh, traffic signalization so that when you hit one green light, you get all green. Uh, yeah, smart idea. <laughs> now you're yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing, um, you know, I'm out of New York. Corey's out of Minnesota and California. We have a lot of friends in Chicago. And everyone, when they come to South Florida, uh, if you're thinking international, you go to Miami. If you're thinking local, you go to Fort Lauderdale Airport. But you guys just built this tremendous runway that technically could handle any plane in the world. Am I correct? Yes, it, it was still, there's some of the largest aircraft that we won't be able to handle, but it gives us the capacity to grow. Had we not added the additional runway, we wouldn't have been able to, to do that. Emirates now flies from here directly to Dubai mm-hmm. and then connects you to Asia and to Europe and to Africa. Emirates is, is, is probably one of the top airlines in the world. Uh, They do a lot of cargo coming out of uh, South America also. Colombia, Ecuador, they have direct flights that connects through uh, South Florida and and shipments of goods and services in the belly of those large aircraft that they're flying to. uh, Can I I ask you a personal question for our audience? Um, How do you go about um, getting an Emirates? You know know what, we just built this brand new runway and you guys want to use it. How, How does that happen? So we have at our airport a staff that directly relates to that. We also uh, tie our, our port and our convention and visitors bureau in with that. And we court these opportunities to ensure that we're making these strategic moves. So we would we will support Emirates, and we have supported em- Emirates. Paul and I, myself, uh, flew into Dubai on our way to India on a trade mission and, and came back and gave them some connections to some opportunities here uh, for business. So our, our Convention and Visitors Bureau, our, our Economic Development Department, our airport, or seaport, all band together to ensure that we're bringing these opportunities into uh, a lot of Broward County. Now, some of your prior trade missions include India, Nigeria, Colombia, Ghana, Israel. I mean, the list goes on. So, but tell us on, um, you know, when you and Paula go on these missions, uh, tell us how that process works and what is the ultimate benefit and or goal? So or, or what we do with this is, by the way, we're supported by the U.S. Commerce Department. Uh, each uh, embassy overseas usually have a commercial attache 
within that embassy. And that person's responsibility to uh, Americans who sell American-made goods and services, at least 51% content, supports American business in making connection and contacts within those countries. So that's one of the first things we do. We also have Enterprise Florida, whose mission is similarly, but primarily focused on Florida businesses. And then we come in and help our local business with opening those doors and creating those opportunities. We just got back from Ghana, uh, where we met with uh, members of Enterprise Florida with the State Department uh, folks through the U.S. Embassy. We actually were hosted at the Ambassador's Residence. Uh, our business uh, uh, can pay a certain amount of fee, less than $1,000, to do what we call a gold key opportunity. And it's available to any business in the United States if they uh, connect to the uh, State Department. Now you have an upcoming yes. Sorry, you have an upcoming trade mission to Bangladesh. What is the goal and the expectation for that trip? Well, the goal is to ensure that we are creating opportunity. Bangladesh is the eighth largest country in population, 167 million people. Their economy is growing beyond 7% annually. There's tremendous amount of opportunity within that country. We already have 18 businesses that have signed up to be a part of mm. it. And Paula can probably expand and tell you a little bit more about those businesses and what we're doing when we get there. All right, folks. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break coming up here, and then we're going to go to Paula after this break and uh, get her background and her expertise as well. Mayor Holness, hang on just one minute. We'll Thank be you back. very much. CJ Radio Show continues now on 880 The Biz. Here are your hosts, Johnny Irish. Right, let's sort the buyers from the spires, the needy from the greedy, and those who trust me from the ones who don't. Because if you can't see value here today, you're not up here shopping, you're up here shoplifting. And Corey Morgan. Too late, too late will be the cry when the man with the bargains has passed you by. All right, to all our drive time audience, welcome back. And secretly, Corey and I are hoping you're sitting in bumper to bumper traffic because <laughs> we have a few guests that you really want to listen to. We're talking international trade with Mayor Dale Honus of your favorite party spot, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County, and his stellar counterpart from economic development, Paula Isaac Bariah. Dealing international trade and small business. All Corey, right, where, where did we leave off? We left off with, uh, we're coming back with Paula, so if people know a little bit more about her, we're going to get it a little more personal. So, you All right, know. a little bit more. I'll take a little right. bit more coffee if you have a moment. <laughs> you have a minute? A little All more right. coffee for Johnny here? Well, you missed your break, bro. Uh, so, Paola, you are the Economic Development Specialist and in International mm -hmm. Trade at the Broward County's Office of Economic and Small Business Development. What is that? Thank you, and that's correct. So um, in the county, we have an office that's responsible for enhancing the economy. So we mentioned earlier giving opportunities for contracts uh, with the government for small businesses, but not just small businesses. Um, even businesses all over the world can come to our county. They can relocate there. So they if can, we relocate, do we get paid? 
Well, if you like, relocate, you can have access to all the opportunities. CJ Radio <laughs> Show, Broward County. Is so, that how it works? <laughs> like, and also within our office, we have an economic development section, and that's about business attraction, business retention. So those are businesses that can be anywhere in the state of United States, also all around the world. I want to come here and take advantage of our strategic geographic location. Now, if you look at a map, I might, South, have, seen, I might have seen it once South or twice. Florida is really in the middle. So we, there's no reason why we cannot be a global hub. We have the connectivity to Latin America, the Caribbean. They look at us as a supermarket. So imagine we have all these countries coming to us and want to buy from us. So basically, our strategy is to tell the rest of the world, hey, you're a business in Europe, in Asia, and Africa. You can come to South Florida, specifically Broward County in our case, and we can give you access as a platform to Latin America and the Caribbean. That's what we call our triangle strategy, where we want to connect the businesses here. As well, not many people know, but any area in Broward County can be designated as a foreign trade zone. That's like a duty-free zone. So, and that's, that's very yeah. different than Miami, which just has one trade zone, which is right here by our studios. Is that correct? Um, they have a trade zone and they can also expand off-site zones. But really in Broward County, we really have the flexibility and a unique way, either through Port Everglade or the Fort Lauderdale Executive Airport, to designate any area in the county as a foreign trade zone. Now, now for traders, investors, guys like me, mm-hmm. just expand upon what is a trade zone. Is it basically just a loading dock? Well, basically a foreign trade zone is like international land. You might have heard of duty-free. So basically- Yeah, duty-free America's right, right down like the Right, like at the airport, yeah, duty-free, yeah. right? Yeah, like so that's where when, I buy my chocolate. When you import products from a non-free trade agreement country, so most than, more than likely you're gonna have to pay duties on a specific product. So you can import them in the zone. It's, it's considered international land. It's not considered to be in the United States yet. So it's tax there. Wise. Tax, tax well, wise. Well, duties wise, which is Finance import, wise, exactly. import duties, yes. Okay. And, and then in the zone, you can pretty much do anything. You can uh, reassemble, relabel products for Latin America. You can even destroy products. Imagine you're bringing perishables and then some of them might not be able to be sold. If anyone messes with the jelly tots out of Ireland, we're gonna have a big problem. <laughs> right, <laughs> they should come through the foreign trade zone. But, um, but it has so much versatility, even in terms of FDA regulations, for example, where you may not be completely ready with all your regulations, then it gives you like a buffer zone. So in the foreign trade zone, you can do two things. You can either Um, keep the inventory there, reassemble, manufacture, and then when it comes out of the zone in U.S. soil, that's when you'll pay the import tariff. But now, you'll pay the import tariff of what you decide is the lower tariff. For example, we have an electric bicycle company in Broward. Now, they import the wheels from China, and then when they assemble it, it, it's an electric bicycle. So when it comes out of the zone, they'll pay the lower tariff versus either the completed product or just the part that they imported. Now, if you re-export to another country, like Latin America and the Caribbean, you'll never pay the U.S. import tariff. So that's really... Now, I have a question, and and Mayor Holness, I I apologize. I I know you're sitting on the sidelines here, but (laughs) when I I first met you, 
when I first met you and and Mayor Holness, you guys were doing business with Dalton, Alabama. They were dealing yes. like in walnuts or cashews or something. Is and, that correct? Yeah, that's right. And textiles too. So what happens is that they the mayor came down from Dalton, Alabama. He was intrigued in what we're doing because he's saying, you know what? We can rail down. We can take the products that are from there and it goes through our ports. Uh, it could go to Dominican Republic, especially the textiles mm -hmm. can be manufactured there and then re then the, the finished product can be re-entered in the country. So they really saw the logistic power of our region mm -hmm. and they wanted to partner with us. So they came and they participated in the Florida International Trade and Cultural Act. Yeah, I remember that because to be honest with you, I never heard of Dalton, Alabama specifically. And then all of a sudden <laughs> in the past couple of years, it's always Dalton, Alabama. Dalton, Alabama and Walnuts. Dal Dalton, so, Alabama. Right? So besides Walnuts, um, what are you guys currently doing to implement international trade policies and strategies to further your county's position as a global Trade Center? Well, the Florida International Trade and Cultural Expo is one big thing that we do. Last year, we had over 2,000 people in attendance, 50 countries represented. And, and what that does, it gives connectivity to the people who attended the sessions that we had at FITSI to reach to these countries and understand what they're exporting, what they're importing, and to sell goods and service from here to those countries or to import from those countries. Uh, it is, it's, it's really a unique situation that we've created, bringing in trade ministers, bringing in uh, heads of states, uh, bringing in mayors, bringing in businesses, bringing in consulates to help guide folks here who want to do business in those countries, creating that nexus. How else are you guys assisting Broward County businesses to reach global markets? Okay, I can comment on that. Program okay. that, that, that. That Paula really heads up and, and tells people how to out to the rest of the world. So, Paula, you'll get into that. Okay, thank you very much, Mayor. Uh, what we do is we have an education program and we have a one-on-one -on -one counseling program. So we do these workshop series and one of them is called the Export Readiness Seminar. Now, when you're gonna export a new country, you have to be export ready before we put you in front of buyers. So a lot of companies were coming to us and saying, you know, this is great, you're bringing all the resources, but we're still a little bit confused. Where do we really start? So we created the 11 steps to exporting, a roadmap to your exporting success. And we'll talk about it a little bit later, I think, but we won an award this year because of that program. Uh, don't and worry, I export the show every Monday, so don't I know, worry. I yeah, show's exportable truly. as well. Now folks, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but now, you know, one of the highest awards a U.S. organization may receive for expansion of U.S. exports is the President's E Award for the Outstanding Contributions to U.S. Exports. Tell us about that, Paola. Yes, definitely. It was founded by President Kennedy, and it's really to recognize um, companies that are increasing their exports in the U.S. and agencies or services that are there to help these companies export. So last year was a great honor. It was 2019. We went last May, and we received the President's E Award for service, and uh, we were very honored to do that. Um, Mayor Olness and I went up there, and it's not only is that for the from is that from the White House or the State Department? The U.S. Department of Commerce. U.S. They they nominated Commerce. us, right. and then and then ultimately we were uh, the recipients of that award. We also received the National Association of County Awards NACO Award for right. the Eleven Steps Exporting, but that's because. We, over the years, it's been, I think, seven years we're doing this program, we assisted about 3,500 companies to get into or have an interest in, into exporting. So um, we were very honored last year to, to receive that high and recognition. congratulations. Congratulations yeah. Yeah, to it you. It is a presidential award actually signed by the president. It was Secretary of Commerce Department actually handed it to us. 
And Wilbur who is that? Wilbur Wilbur Ross. Wilbur Ross. Yeah. Wilbur Ross, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm on Bloomberg Radio asking who is that. I mean, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> could I get a cup of coffee in here, please? All right, all right. So <laughs> d- just to even get the award, like, what are the moving components to organize inter- in the international trade missions to even get you guys there in the first place? Well, I can talk about that a little bit. What we do is we have two types of missions: inbound missions and outbound missions. Mm-hmm. So inbound missions are when you have delegations that are actually coming here to South Florida, and they can be a mixed mission. Sometimes they're a mission of buyers, sometimes it's a government bringing other businesses are, who want Are they invited or are they requesting? Well, recently they've been just calling us up because we've been really with the with Florida International Trade and Cultural Expo, we've gained some exposure around the world. So I receive calls at the office and say, oh, we have a delegation coming from Ghana, for example. I just heard today, actually, they're coming didn't, in May. Didn't Mayor Holness uh, didn't you guys have a local meeting with Japan or the consulate of Japan? Yes. Am I correct? Yeah, also consul general. I met with Italy also this past week. Uh, I met with uh, the German consulate two weeks ago. Hey, no free BMWs. You're a political official. <laughs> and, and while you're meeting with these um, countries, how, do, how does that strengthen your worldwide partnerships for the county specifically? It's very important because what happens is we want to give access to the businesses here to these delegations. So what I do is when they come in town, if it's possible, we organize a doing business with the World Series. So Mm -hmm. if there's a delegation coming, let's say from the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. then we're gonna do doing business with the world with Bahamas. I think that's backwards because we go to the Bahamas. Yeah, we go, but they come here and then we we have this, this workshop where they explain to us what are the best export opportunities to the Bahamas, what are the regulations, what are the cultural etiquettes and yeah, norms. beach towels, suntan lotion, <laughs> fishing boats. A lot of, yeah, a lot of tourism industry and, related. And, and, uh, and a lot of groceries. A lot of groceries. <laughs> I mean, a lot of groceries. <laughs> yeah, because the Caribbean, they, um, they don't have a strong manufacturing. Uh, they do, some of the countries do, but they import a lot from us. Like I was mentioning earlier, they consider us a supermarket. So they come here and they buy from us. So we want to give access and that knowledge to the local business community. Okay. And also we do these outbound missions, like you mentioned, Bangladesh coming up. Yes. Well, Bangladesh, what happens is not many people know. Everybody knows India's, you know, going to be one of the next superpowers. Bangladesh is a small country next to it, but it's growing rapidly. The population is 163 million, the eighth largest population around the world. And also, because they're small, there's easy access to the business contact. Mm. The Ministry of Commerce has invited us to go to Bangladesh, and we're partnering with the Bangladesh American Chamber to bring local businesses there to see what can we export projects, for example, you know, uh, they need water, wastewater management, sanitation for the water. Good point. What Good can point. we bring there, you know? So basically, anybody that's interested, I know we're focusing on Broward, but anybody in the U.S. that want to come Just with so us. Just so everyone knows, all yeah. the plumbers out there, tune in <laughs> right now. Well, so we're still recruiting for that mission, so um, this, this radio show is at the right moment because yeah. if anybody's interested in joining us, they can actually join us on these trade missions. In, in Bangladesh, for example, they need a lot of machinery for construction uh, because of what they're doing. Uh, they need machinery for textile because they're growing textile production center in the world. Uh, they, they need a tremendous amount of, of goods and services, technical services, engineering services, in order to grow uh, their economy and to build infrastructure. Now, is their economy, um, you know, I, I hate to, uh, what do you call it, where you label somebody, but... Stereotype. Um, stereotype. Thank you, Paula. <laughs> um, are they a big tech 
economy, or are they more labor intensive? They're, they're growing. They're growing their tech tremendously. There's a tremendous amount of tech that's going on within Bangladesh. In fact, their uh, cell phone access is is tremendous. Uh, most people have a cell phone. In terms of internet access, they have about I think eighty percent penetration in their market. So they're growing tremendously in terms of tech. In addition to the textile that they're producing in the country, it's, it's a fast developing economy. Seven percent. They're projected to be out of a, a developing nation status to a medium sized developed country in the next ten years. Wow! Wow! And now, how is the decision made on the county basis? And I'll even go as far as to say the state basis, where you say, you know what, our next trade mission is Bangladesh. So when we see the opportunity, we analyze it. I'll take that matter to the Board of County Commissioners for a vote to support us on this mission. We'll engage Enterprise Florida, and they are very supportive of us in this. We'll also engage the State Department uh, through the Commerce Department to allow us to have access to their people in those countries. You know what, just for our listeners who aren't in Florida, what is Enterprise Florida? And how do they work with the counties or the state? Enterprise Florida is a business development of the state of Florida. And by the way, if Florida was a country by itself, it would be the 17th largest economy in the world with 21 million people. So Enterprise Florida's job is to grow Florida's economy primarily. And part of that is to do international business. Now, is that a private-public organization? It's a public organization with many private partnerships. One thing I wanted to ask Paolo real quick, when you're acting as protocol officer for international affairs for the mayor, as well as the county's board of commissioners, what does that entail for both of you and how does that work together? So basically not many people realize, but that goes for all of us. When we go to another country, we have to follow their protocol, their cultural etiquette, the norms there. There's also a protocol in working with the state of Florida, with Enterprise Florida, as the mayor mentioned, and the Department of Commerce. So we put together, whenever we have inbound and outbound trade mission, we put together what is the basically the protocol. We, we work with the elected officials to make sure they have all the information they need prior to going on a trip, uh, what to consider. I'm going to give you an example. We had the senior vice minister of transportation come from Japan. And basically, there's a protocol when you present um, certain things to the to Japan, there's colors that are important. So you have to make sure the colors, the way the business card is presented, all these things have to be taught out before the delegation arrives or if we're going to a country there. So that's part of the protocol. So Mayor Holness, I want to hear from you. Um, you know, she's made it sound interesting, but it sounds like they're just a pain in your you-know-what and telling you what you can <laughs> and can't do while you're traveling. <laughs> Tell us about so, that. I was thinking the exact same thing. So let me tell you this. What you don't know is Paula also speaks five different languages. So Ooh. she's great at helping me with interpretation of things. I didn't know protocol was a language. <laughs> well, it's not really a language, but, but understanding the, 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 the other cultures is great when you know their languages also. And she looks at what are the norms in these countries, how they operate, and then allows me to be able to uh, greet folks in the right way to, to basically understand their culture. It's more that than anything else, understanding the culture and, and how these countries... At operate. the end of the day, the protocol yeah. is just terminology for the word respect. Exactly. 
Right, right. So, Paula, prior to working at the county, I mean, you worked as an international business manager for the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance. I believe that's the public-private official economic development organization for Broward County. What experience and expertise did that job give you to work on the issues now for Mayor Holness and the county directly? Protocol. Yes, most definitely. So, the alliance, um, they're in charge of attracting investment for us. And while I was there, I was doing international foreign direct investment which basically are companies that want to come from all over the world. Why would they come to South Florida and why specifically Broward County? So we had to convince them and why we're a strategic location as well. There's some financial incentives offered by the state of Florida. Can, can I interrupt you for yes. one second? And of course. I apologize. Being that we're a peninsula, right? North and South America. We're a door of entry and exit. Exactly. Why would yeah. you need to convince them? I mean, wouldn't it just be common knowledge well, yeah, we want you, these ports? Well, sometimes we had companies like they say, oh, well, maybe I'm looking at Texas or or maybe, um, you know, where the Savannah, where the port is there. Why South Florida? So basically, I mentioned before the foreign trade zones, not every community in the United States has the ability to designate any area as a foreign trade zone. So we have that, uh, that's one of our unique advantages. As well, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, there's financial incentives, so they have to, if they want to take advantage of that, if they're bringing at least 10 high-paying jobs, full-time jobs in the first year, and they want to take advantage of what we call the qualified target industry incentives from the state of Florida, then that's what the alliance does. So when I was working there, exactly, you're right, I was trying to attract foreign direct investment to come here. That allowed me to create more contacts around the world. And then, you know, trade and, and investment is the yin and the yang. They go together. A company, when they want to come here, first, they want to import and see what's my market here. I want to figure out if there is a market for me or a market to Latin America and the Caribbean as a gateway with South Florida. So basically, it's important to understand the bilateral trade component before there's an actual foreign direct investment coming here. Not only are we a peninsula, we have great climate, great cultural opportunities, tremendous amount of restaurants. We are the world. We actually speak 191 different languages in Broward County, representing over 205 countries. So we're connected to the world in every which way you can think of. So tell us about Broward 2050, one community moving forward together with prosperity for all and what that plan focuses on and how this all ties into it. So basically what we are looking at is building something for the future. Oftentimes we in government react to different issues. But let's stop for a moment and look to see how we plan for transportation system, for the environment, for resiliency. Uh, to set some targets, find out, benchmark where we are, set some targets as to where we should be. Uh, when we look also at education, at the economy, at, at income, at health outcomes, and, and pretty much the things that affect life. How can we bring the entire community together, the government, the private sector, and other governmental entities, even nonprofits, to focus on a plan that in 2050 we know where we're going to be. Let's say our medium income today is 56000 how do we get that to 60,000 or 65,000? How do we ease traffic congestion and ensure that as we grow, the population grow, 
we are not reacting to it, but we are proactive ahead of it. I, I hate to, I hate to, I hate to break the news, but I, I don't think yeah. the traffic thing's ever going to ease. <laughs> it will. Well, we at least got to try to mitigate it yeah. and make listen, it. Not, listen, not the people sitting in traffic are our number one customers, so just let them, <laughs> let them sit, sit in traffic a little bit longer, my friend, so they don't turn us off early. <laughs> So now you you guys were talking about earlier, say if I'm a local business in Broward County and uh, you know I don't know what to do or how to grow, export, etc. You mentioned earlier, Paola, that you do some signature seminar series. Let's just go through each one real quick and give us a quick synopsis on what it is and how it's meant to improve South Florida's international trading standing. The first one is, uh, tell us about Export Readiness Seminar. Yes, most definitely. I mentioned it earlier, and really we bring all the experts, like Exporting 101, regulations, um, you're talking about logistics, even the payment method, and if there's export financing and grants from the state of Florida. From there, we also created the next one. The 11 steps to exporting. Yes, because what happened is they're still confused. They came to me and they say, well, where do I really start? Uh, who's the first person do I need to come and see, either at the county or the state or the federal government, to take advantage of these grants, you know? So we really created the level and step-by-step process. How do you become export ready? Then you can um, get all that you need and then get a grant and embark on a trade mission. That would be the ultimate thing which will lead to an export sale. And then the next thing is doing business with the world. Right, and then after that, we wanna connect with all the countries. So we have two series, Florida Export Opportunities to Different Markets, Mm -hmm. where we partner with the state of Florida, Enterprise Florida, and the Department of Commerce, and they bring their commercial specialists from the embassies around the world. Like we're gonna have on March 10, Panama. So the commercial specialist is gonna fly in from Panama, and they're going to tell us what are the best export opportunities to Panama. Also, last week we I had... I used to know a girl named Panama. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> and then last week we had uh, the Europe one. So Enterprise Florida brought their European offices. They even flew in South Africa, Mexico, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. Yeah. And it was a great success. Uh, we had companies from all the regions. And there they can talk, they can ask one-on-one questions. Well, I have this product. What is really the regulation? in that country that I need to consider the labeling, for example. So these are the two main series, but with the Doing Business With series, we also bring an inbound delegation. Okay. So it could be a delegation of buyers. And, yeah. and then we add on that on, to, on top of that, Florida's International Trade and Cultural Expo, FITCE, F-I-T-C-E-X-P-O.com. Oh, yeah, right. also, um, Wait, you, guys, you guys switched the location, is right? You guys are moving up to the BBT Center, am I BBT correct? BBT Center, October 12, 13th and 14th at the BBT, BBT Center, much larger venue. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because we're expanding the convention center. It won't be available for us, but the BBT Center uh, is... Is a fantastic facility. Now, and for our Florida Panthers fans, um, do we get to meet the players? We will see if they can get any players. But we're huh? taking over. Come on. We're taking over the center. You're, yeah, you're taking it over. So, yes. well, tell us more about the Fitzy. And uh, if I'm a local business. No, Corey, it's Fitzy. 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 Okay, the local Fitzy Come on. upcoming in October. Can we get more coffee here? If, more coffee. <laughs> if I'm a business, where do I find it? How do I sign up? And what can I look for well, and expect? If, if I may say, we basically invite all the businesses in the United States. Because what you can do is we have 60 countries coming here. So we have buyers coming from all over the world. We had the, last year we had the former president of Ecuador, Uruguay, 
and Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And so we have high level governments. They can open doors for you. If I'm a company, is there like an application I have to fill out? Like, can I export? Do I have the infrastructure to take care of this? Transportation? Is is that how it works? It's a very good well, question. Listen, you don't yeah. have that. We can help you get you on the pathway there also mm -hmm. because that's a part of what we do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, God forbid I move to Dalton, Alabama and start selling walnuts. Well, we won't, we won't let you move there. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Paolo, you were the recipient of the International Business Woman of the Year. That was an award in the service category presented to you by the founder of Angie's List. Tell us about it and what other things are you guys doing to help women in business for Broward County? Yes, there's a wonderful organization called the Organization of Women in International Trade called OWIT. And I was honored um, back in 2013 to get that award. Gladys Mirazi. Yes. I remember, yeah. I remember that. There's I a have, great team yeah. there. And um, any women, even if you're not in international trade, you should definitely check out this organization. And it was a great honor that year to receive the Women of International Business Award. And, and as you said it, yes, it was a bigger honor because the founder of Angie's List herself was there and she presented the award. So... Yes, thank you. And Mayor Holness, we're just starting to run low on time here. So I just tell everybody what's coming up next for you, what to look forward to, and what are you super excited about for Broward County? Well, if I could recommend folks go to Broward.org, B-R-O-W-A-R-D.org, and they'll find out a lot more about what we got going. But what I'm really excited about is the expansion of our port and our airport. Uh, we had uh, 36.8 million passengers last year. We're going to connect all the terminals post-security. Uh, we're building a VIP lounge there that anyone can participate in. You don't have to have a, a card with a particular airline. Anyone going through our airport will be able to be facilitated there. I'm really excited about the fact that we have this major transportation uh, funds that's coming out to really connect Broward County by rail uh, through every type of transportation possible. The airport, the seaport expansion is really great. We just got what is called a new start grant from the federal government, $29 million to jumpstart that effort. In addition to the $3.2 that we'll spend over the next 10 years to expand the, the, the port. I'm really excited about where we are in Broward County and all our communities coming together. Uh, and in fact, we're looking at the rest of the world and seeing what they do well and not reinventing what they do, but figuring out how we can uh, use what they do to enhance us in Broad County. So I think I just heard on Bloomberg that. News that Mayor Holness is a copycat. Just no, we're going to be a global. I have to add, we're going to be a global hub too. That's what he just yeah. said. I yeah. thought we already were a global hub. Well, no, but we're moving towards being. Did I move to the wrong city? <laughs> really? You, you, well, you know, we, you probably did because <laughs> guess what? We're making it better in Broward. Oh, you're such a tease. <laughs> really? That's like something you'd see on Craigslist. We're making it better in Broward. <laughs> Listen, Mayor Holness, we have to close the show. And uh, apart from all of us, myself, Corey, Matt, or B Matt, are you going to say hello to our guest? Or Of course. Hello. Thank you for coming hello. out. Yeah, Matt's our board up, but he's kind of shy. You know, he's one of those he's one of those computer ninjas. Mayor Holness and Paula as well. We'd all like to thank you very much for your time tonight. And in the future, when we have different ideas, different things we're thinking about for the audience, we would love to invite you back. And we would hope that you had a good time today and would oh, join us. Great, and, and thank you so much for this opportunity to showcase Broad County, 1.9 million people in the center of. 
a six million plus metropolitan area in a great state of Florida. Uh, it's perfect. Now, listen, for our audience, um, do you want to give them your home phone number so they could call you directly? <laughs> He's that accessible. You can find us, and it's, it's easy to find me at Broward.org. All right, 10-4. Right, thank you, Paola, for joining us as well. Thank you so much, and we'll be back anytime you want us. <laughs> all right, high five, everybody. And to all our listeners, Bloomberg Radio, Miami Business, 880thebiz.com, 24 hours a day. And we're here just to educate, inform, and increase those revenues. All right. Stay tuned. Hour two of the CJ Radio Show on 880 The Biz starts after these messages.